Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touched by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, and I'm here with your host today, Rissa August Height. That's fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rissa? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Where are you in the world? I am located just northeast of Denver or northwest of Denver. So nice. Yeah, nice. Hills. I'm at about 8,000 feet elevation. Ooh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Crazy, crazy. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today. It's, this is um, a unique interview in this podcast, in this show, because uh, while this is called Touched by a Horse, you have your Gestalt, uh, Gestalt certification um, without the horses. Like the work that you do is with people without the horses. So I want to um, unpack sort of what you do today so people who can benefit from your work um, can get in contact with you. So Let's just start from the beginning of like, like what is the work you do and why are you doing this work? Well, the work I do, so a gestalt therapy, um, gestalt coaching, I, um, I meet with people mostly one-on-one -on -one, uh, who are facing chronic illness and rare disease. Mm. And I help them, I guide them through the challenges that they might face on a daily basis. Yeah. What, uh, really quick, because I, I want to dive into some details, but what is it about, um, I think a lot of times when people are dealing with chronic fatigue, for example, or chronic illness, or uh, those things, we'll look to more medical conversations. We might go to a doctor, we might see what people can prescribe. So what I want to know is how does Gestalt fit into this versus like medical solutions? answers? Well, what I've learned from my own personal experience is that um, in the medical field, the, the mental challenges mm -hmm. that patients face um, aren't being addressed. Mm -hmm. So a doctor may just prescribe them something or, um, or yeah. you know, tell them that it'll eventually work itself out. And mm. Mm. Um, yeah. what I've learned that is that medication and prescriptions aren't always the answer. And sometimes it's just a matter of having a place to go to unload and, mm. and it's extremely helpful. And yeah. so, yeah, so sometimes the medical field's lacking in the support when it comes to the mental and emotional challenges that these, these patients are facing. It's probably, you know, with, with uh, chronic illness, there's the physical side of things and the body and what's happening in the body that, we're tr that I think the medical industry is trying to um, prescribe and treat symptoms for, which has its place. Then there's a whole other side I think a lot of times we miss, especially in Western society, but I think we miss the spiritual side of what's happening um and we never we don't take care of that we don't we don't talk about that we don't deal with that right and um and and in gestalt it's it's treating the whole person so a lot of times mm -hmm. the the physical is linked to the mental and emotional and the soul and the spiritual yeah. so yeah. um mm. well said, that's yeah. that's just something that the medical field doesn't in my experience, doesn't address. Yeah, I agree with that. What, so what, what is your connection? What is your link to the, this conversation of rare disease, et cetera? 
So um, last year uh, in October uh, 2018, I was diagnosed with a pituitary tumor mm -hmm. and it's causing a rare disease called acromegaly. And I had been actually sick for years, battling all kinds of symptoms. Hmm. And the symptoms are things like fatigue, headache, muscle or muscle and joint pain. Hmm. You find reasons to explain those away. And, hmm. um, and my doctor did the same. So hmm. for years, I um, wasn't diagnosed until last year I started getting severe headaches and I, I actually demanded an MRI and that's when they found the tumor and, mm. um, and I had brain surgery in January of this year and they weren't able to get the entire tumor out. So I proceeded with radiation treatment, mm -hmm. which is um, presenting its own side effects and symptoms and challenges. Um, and now I'm on medication trying to get the disease under control. So, wow. And it is something I will um, face the rest of my life. So, yeah. yeah. What was the experience like? Um, were you relieved when it was like there were some answers to the feelings you were having? Or were, was it like, did it feel like a death sentence? Like what was the experience of getting answers excuse me i'm getting a little emotional yeah please yeah um, i remember sitting in my endocrinologist's office and she was showing me a, a picture of my brain on the screen showing me this big gray blob that had to be removed and then furthermore telling me I had this disease that was causing all these symptoms I'd been having for years mm. but I've been telling my doctor about I've been telling my friends and family about and I remember just looking at her and I said so you mean to tell me I'm not crazy mm. and she said you are not crazy mm. and it was a huge validation and relief to have this knowledge and from that point I was able to move forward now what do I have to do mm. now what can I do to mm. um yeah address this yeah. so so a huge turning point in my life I would is there um you know, through the show, we've learned a lot about Gestalt and um, being present and in the now. Do you feel like um, through this kind of work, you're actually able to tune in to, I think, I think we, can, we can shrug off the, the symptoms we feel. We're like, oh, it's just a headache or, oh, it's, you know, whatever. I, I ate too much pizza. Like we, we make up these stories to try to explain something, but deeper, we feel like there's something else. Do you feel like Gestalt gets people present to that the something else oh absolutely um let me think how how i want to best answer that question um gestalt definitely um 
has brought me to this place of um, acknowledgement and awareness of how have I, how I had I been living my life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what was serving me versus what wasn't serving me? How can I move forward? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, this was a huge awakening. So how can I move forward in um, letting go of what no longer served me and living a more full life in, in awareness? And like you said, being, very present i've been forced to be present Mm -hmm. so it kind of all came together at perfect timing (laughs) yeah um yeah so so gestalt has helped me immensely in in yeah just coming into more being fully aware and present absolutely i think a lot of people probably um if you're listening to this and you the, the title of this caught your attention or something, or somebody referred this episode to you and you're like, I've thought, it's this inkling, this little whisper in the background that something else is happening and I can't seem to shake what I've got and um, nothing fixes it. You know, like, I think, I think this is where people can start to tune into something through awareness a lot um, more effectively and go down that road for some other answers. Cause what might be under the surface is something that needs to be, we need to get honest about or address or face. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's two things that I'm thinking of. Um, one thing in particular in, in my uh, particular instance is, um, you know, I went from being an endurance athlete completely active on the go Hmm. um to barely able to get out of bed and function and after being after my diagnosis and surgery and radiation treatment and no longer being able to function in the capacity i used to Hmm. i i certainly had thoughts of suicide or I'm, I'm nothing without this identity I had created for Mm. myself. And, Mm. and I could either live or not live um, in that space, or I could change that um, and move forward much differently. And Gestalt gave me the tools to do that. Um, and also, uh, I lost my thought here. That's okay. Can <laughs> that's I kind ask? of par for the course. Yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> Can I, I want to ask what caused, um, what, as you got, so you went through some gestalt work and you were at this crossroads of like, I have this old identity or am I going to create a new one? Like, what did you create coming out of gestalt? What did you, what, I think without having something to live into um, and having, lose, having lost an old identity, that brought a lot of meaning. Life is hard. Life is like a drag. So like, what did you create for yourself? Well, not that there's not moments where I'm still grieving that old self, but I, I can't be the only one in the world having these thoughts and feelings, these emotions, Hmm. um, it can be an extremely lonely place. 
So I've made it my mission to reach, try to reach people who are battling these um, rare pituitary diseases or chronic illness. Um, like I said, it's a lonely place. And um, so I um, have um, taken something I love, I'm passionate about, which is road cycling. Hmm. And um, thought, what could I do that would help me heal, but also bring awareness to the hmm. world? And I decided I'm going to ride my bike from Canada to Mexico. Uh, yeah. And I will meet with newspapers, um, television stations. I will pass out flyers. Um, I will do whatever it takes to tell my story to whoever will listen. Mm. And, um, and hopefully there'll be one person, more than one person out there that's going to hear it and yeah. say, hey, you know what? I need to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah. There was, a, there was a website you had told me about that was, was it connected to the, the ride from Canada to Mexico? So, yeah, so I am teaming up with um, the Pituitary World News Organization, and hmm. they are on a mission, they are worldwide bringing awareness to rare pituitary diseases. Um, and... Um, I'm hoping to do some public speaking for them and um, volunteer with them, whatever it takes to help continue with their mission as well. Okay. And um, cool. and um, on a, a secretive note, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but we're hoping to create a documentary oh, cool. um, around yeah. my journey around rare pituitary diseases and um, people that it impacts and affects. And, um, so, so yes, uh, I think part, I love the idea that there's, um, an organization that is, uh, and that your this, the organization and you also are leading a conversation in the world for, uh, pituitary, uh, rare pituitary diseases. And because it can be lonely, I think whenever you're, um, not normal whenever you have something that nobody else has is how it feels and um your family your friends can't relate to you they 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 would support you but they don't know what to say it's awkward for them they're like i don't know like do i just keep asking you how your pituitary pituitary thing is going or i i you know i think like on that end that people are really at a loss for what to do so that there's a community that can come together a tribe of people who who understand what it's like to live through that I think just makes the unleashing of life that much better because now we can have honest conversations with one another rather than trying to bring our family into something that they're uncomfortable or ill-equipped to talk about. Yes, absolutely. And I've been, you know, reaching out to people who um, are going through similar or the same things, um, just getting out of their surgery, not knowing what questions to ask, mm -hmm. you know, not knowing, uh, you know, like you said, they, they talk to their families and stuff, but they don't quite get it. And, mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, even just making the connection yeah, is yeah. Um, super, um, super helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's so important. I know that you do, you'll do, so in addition to probably providing resources or perspective about 
what things you've been through, what you've learned through your journey. You also do gestalt coaching with people. So when people are coming through this process and they need to center or ground or, or find a new purpose because the old identity is kind of, is not in the equation anymore. These are some of the things you can help people through with your gestalt coaching. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Yes. It's so good. I love that. Um, how do people reach you? Like, do do they come to Colorado? Do they, do you do stuff over the phone? Like, how do you work with people? Um, I definitely see people one-on-one um, in person or over the phone. Absolutely. So, and I do have a couple retreats coming out in 2020. So oh, nice. um, it might be another, um, op- another, um, yeah, opportunity to connect. And- yeah, big time. I like it. Really good. Um, you have a website that people can come connect with you on or find out about your services, connect with you on different ch- social channels, etc. Yes. Um, it is featherandsagecoaching.com. And you'll also find my blog there, Rissa Unleashed, where you can learn more about my mission, mission and spreading awareness as well. Awesome. What, if, leave us with a piece of wisdom here. If I'm somebody who has either just learned about um, a, a, that I have a rare disease or I'm starting the journey into this rare disease, like what, um, how do we start to unleash? How do we live unleashed in the middle of all of that? Oh gosh, that's a great question. It's, it's a big question, I know. So I'm like, I'm asking you on the tail. I guess I'm, I'm asking to tease it out a little bit because people need to really follow up with you. But, but give us some perspective about how do we live unleashed? Yeah, so um, a different life doesn't mean a bad life. It actually can mean quite the contrary. Hmm. Um, it's a whole new life. It's a whole new canvas um, that you can create the most masterful art piece of your life. Mm. And, um, and mm. for me, this diagnosis has fueled me. It's motivated me. And I went from being so sad and grief stricken over it to completely motivated. And I see it truly as a gift now. Hmm. And it'll, um, it's just providing me the opportunity to hopefully help many, many other people in the same situation. It's beautiful. Well, Rissa, thank you for the work you're doing in the world. And uh, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Thanks so much.